0: On October 18, 2019, at 9 a.m., at a special called meeting of the Gibson County Grand Jury, the Grand Jury returned a true bill of indictment against Finnis Ewan Hill, a.k.a. Pete Hill, of Milan, Tennessee, charging Hill with two counts of first-degree murder and two counts of aggravated rape and abduction and rape of 14-year-old Casey Lynn McDaniel from her home in Milan in 1996. The state seeks to convict Hill of the following, one count premeditated first-degree murder. One count of first-degree murder in the perpetration of the felony of rape. One count of aggravated rape resulting in bodily injury. And one count of aggravated rape by the use of a deadly weapon. This investigation is ongoing. Anyone who believes they have additional information on the murder of Casey Lynn McDaniel should call the Milan Police Department at 731-686-3309 or the FBI tip line at 901 901- 747-4300 August 16, 1996 Casey McDaniel goes missing from her home in Milan, Tennessee August 16, 2016 the 20th anniversary of Casey McDaniel's disappearance.
1: In Milan, a somber anniversary. It's been 20 years since Casey McDaniel disappeared. She hasn't been seen since August 16th, 1996, but police say her case remains open to this day. WBBJ 7 Eyewitness News reporter Bethany Thompson has more.
0: December 25, 2016. The 20th anniversary of the murder of John Benet Ramsey.
2: The big board team of insiders here to weigh in on today's top stories, including Patrick McEnroe, right here with us. We'll get to you in just a minute, but we're going to begin with this old mystery back in the news, John Benet Ramsey. As the 20th anniversary of her killing draws near, the Boulder, Colorado police have released this video. March 26,
0: statement. 2017, the debut of Searching for Ghosts. I've written for some local papers over the years, but I don't consider myself a journalist. But I am a storyteller. And after two years of podcasting, I fell in love with the medium. So I decided to be the change I wanted to see. In the next episode, we will begin at the beginning, August 16, 1996. This is the story of the disappearance of Casey Lynn McDaniel. I am Brandon Barnett, and this is Searching for Ghosts. September 18th, 2017. The conclusion of Season 1 of Searching for Ghosts on the disappearance of Casey Lynn McDaniel. So this is where the trail ends. Pete and Steve are both in prison. Without Cindy or family members willing to talk, this is liable to go on another 21 years. January 18th, 2018, Pete Hill is released from prison after serving a sentence for a botched kidnapping attempt.
1: When Brockney Bray heard Finnis Ewan Hill was back behind bars, she thought, Thank God, but oh my goodness, I sure hope he hasn't hurt anyone else. She knows what Hill's capable of. What he did to her in 2003 sent him to prison for 15 years.
0: June 16, 2018, Pete Hill is arrested in a sting operation for crossing state lines to have sex with a minor.
2: Now, interestingly, we told you about him just last week when he was indicted for crossing state lines to allegedly have sex with a teenager.
1: That move was intercepted. He was arrested in South Haven after police say he went to a hotel room to meet a woman and her 15-year-old daughter he met online. Well, what he didn't know, he was actually messaging police. As WREG's Bridget Chapman learned, it was all set up in hopes officers would learn more about a role he may have had in a mystery case 22 years ago.
0: July 23, 2018, Pete Hill is officially named a suspect in the murder of Casey McDaniel.
1: The
2: first to report there is now a suspect in a cold case killing. That case involves the disappearance of 14 year old Casey McDaniel. The suspect's name, Finnis Ewan Hill. November 28, 2018, an FBI forensic team searches
0: the former residence of Casey McDaniel.
1: FBI agents scour through a Mylan home. It's where 14-year-old Casey McDaniel once lived and was last seen before disappearing in 1996. Mylan police reignited their investigation two years ago, around the 20-year anniversary of her disappearance.
0: October 18th, 2019, Pete Hill is charged with rape and murder of Casey Lynn McDaniel.
2: This update tonight, decades after a teenage girl disappeared from her home, investigators say they have finally nabbed the man responsible. Finnis Hill, also known as Pete Hill, has been indicted for the murder and rape of Casey McDaniel. He's accused of abducting her from her Mylan home back in 1996. Our Shay Arthur spent the day in Mylan and shows us what's next in the saga that has haunted this small community.
1: Now, Hill has been indicted for the teen's rape and murder.
2: This is a mystery wrapped inside an enigma,
0: but uh, I do believe they've got the right people uh, to get answers.
1: Brandon Barnett, creator of the podcast Searching for Ghosts, shined a spotlight on Casey's case.
0: This is a podcast about the disappearance of Casey Lynn McDaniel.
1: Reigniting conversation and a tragedy puzzling Mylan. He says Hill's indictment is a new beginning. I
0: think it'll allow them to heal.
1: Hill is already in federal custody on an unrelated sex crime involving a minor. Chief Sellers won't offer up specific details about why they're connecting Hill to Casey's murder, but says his office is confident with their case. However, they're still asking for the public's help.
2: One of our goals is still to find her and bring her back so her family can have a proper burial.
1: In Milan, Shea Arthur, WREG, News Channel 3.
2: Casey, gone but not forgotten. A date for Hill's arraignment on the new indictment has not yet been set. We will keep you posted as that case continues to develop.
0: Thanks to WREG-TV Channel 3 in Memphis, WBBJ-TV in Jackson, and Good Morning America for the sound clips. Hey guys, Brandon here. I need your help. Laney Sullivan and Amelia Courtney have started a podcast called Murder at Land Between the Lakes which investigates the 40-year-old cold case of the murders of sisters, Carla Atkins and Vicki Stout in Dover, Tennessee. They are in the early stages of this podcast and need all the support they can get. SFG listeners know the uphill battle they are facing in tackling a cold case, and I promised Amelia that since SFG has the best audience in the world, you would subscribe and listen to the podcast and also like their Facebook page. I believe that Amelia and Lainey are doing this for the right reasons. So let's help them get the kind of news on this case that we got in Casey's last week. I'll put a link to their podcast in the show notes of this episode. Here's a taste.
1: The following is a true story and contains graphic details of a violent crime. Some names will be kept anonymous in order to protect the privacy of those involved. Listener discretion is advised.
3: September 17, 1980, in Dover, Tennessee, two sisters, 14-year-old Carla Atkins and 16-year-old Vicki Stout, walked less than a mile from their home to a convenience store. The cashier verified that the girls were in the store and purchased crackers and gum. Witnesses saw them talking to a man in a blue truck while walking home on Route 79 around 3.30 p.m. The sisters would never make it back home. Their whereabouts were unknown for 18 days. On October 5th, the bodies of the two teens were found by hikers in a wooded area at a location now known as Land Between the Lakes. Both girls were executed by gunshots to the head. What happened on that September day? Is the man in the blue
1: pickup truck someone they knew? Was there a motive? We will investigate these questions along with additional rumors and theories in this podcast. After 40 years of heartache for the family has all hope been lost, there are still so many unanswered questions. We will speak with family members, friends, and local residents who remember the day that forever changed this small town in Tennessee.
3: We will interview the local journalist whose career spans over the four decades since the girl's disappearance. We hope to hear firsthand from potential witnesses and law enforcement who continue to be haunted by this unsolved mystery. You will also hear how Martin Luther King Jr. and Elvis are linked to Carla and Vicky too. Our hope for this podcast is to disclose important information that has not
1: been made public. By educating our listeners on the details that have not been released, we are confident that someone can add knowledge to the timeline of their disappearance.
3: No matter how small you think your information is, it could possibly be the key. By crowdsourcing and gathering information, we could be one step closer to finding justice for Carla and Vicki. Please subscribe to the podcast to hear follow-up episodes that will contain new information. And tell your friends. A five-star rating will help get the word out about murder at Land Between the Lakes. And maybe, just maybe someone out there has the one clue that can solve this 40-year-old mystery.
0: Hey guys, Brandon here. Want to support searching for ghosts and look cool doing it? Well, now you can, and just in time for Christmas. The SFG store is up and running. We have three designs to choose from, including the tree shirt that was inspired by the leaning tree from my front yard that was featured in the season one cover art. We have multiple colors to choose from, t-shirts for men and women, and hoodies. I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode. You can also find the store at the top of the Searching for Ghosts Facebook page. Your support will help us keep SFG going. Thanks, guys.